and welcome to a special edition of the Horror Countdown Podcast. I'm your host, Donna Nelly, and tonight with me, I have Kelly Cassia. Hello, thanks for inviting me. Well, uh, thank you for uh, joining me, because tonight is our top 20 of 2021. So, uh, yeah, this is our end of the year list episode that uh, we're going to count down our favorite choices of the year. So, um, yeah, thank you uh, so much for doing this. You saved me from having to uh, do it myself, and uh, I appreciate having a partner. So this was a great opportunity. So thank you so much. I'm very excited because it was a crazy year with all we going on in the world. So Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, for sure. Um, definitely. So, uh, well, uh, at this point, um, normally we do top tens, but um, I figured because it's the end of the year, I figure we do our top 20. So uh, for that, uh, we're going to get started with uh, my number 20. Um, I went with Witness Infection. So uh, this is a zombie comedy. Uh, basically involves a mob boss and his uh, sons who are shipped off into the uh, Witness Protection Program and are confronted with a viral outbreak in the community that they are sent off into. And, uh, you know, their former, you know, their former enemies are in the community as well through a clerical mix-up. So uh, the ones, one of the sons has to brave up and man up and uh, save the community from the zombies. So um i had a i had a fun, lot of fun with this one um it's fat it's fun it's fast paced great zombie makeup lots of gore plenty of laughs uh really fun time nothing too deep nothing too uh you know you have to really think about but uh just a, a lot of fun and uh one that i i really enjoyed so i don't know if uh you saw this one but um do you think it's very interesting because um, the good thing we exchange our top 20 and the ones that I don't have a chance to watch and get to know what kind of movies you did like it make me want to watch. So <laughs> that's something that I'm going to put in my list. Yeah, um, I mean, like I said, it's nothing too deep. It's nothing, you know, that you have to really, you know, it's just a very competent film and it's a you know it's a fun gory zombie romp um i i, I like those kinds of films so uh yeah um it wasn't it wasn't going to be much higher than this but it still made my list so yeah um interested to hear what uh you think of it when you watch it so uh we'll move on to uh your number 20 I know number 20, it was just come out available for us to see it um, this year, right? But they made, they were in the, from 2021, and it's false positive. So hmm. it's a um, horror mystery thriller, but it's so similar with Rosemary Baby from 1968. So I don't know if I could recall as remake. But uh, it's basically it's almost the same story. So it's a lady that she want to get pregnant, but she had a hard time, uh, you know, get pregnant. So she goes to this doctor that is recommended by her husband. And by the time, you know, she 
get inseminated, she starts acting differently because she suspects that her doctor is doing something behind her back. So her pregnancy maybe have something more than what she was wishing for. <laughs> so things get very twisted and, you know, everybody around start being acting weird and very overprotected to that child. So I don't want to say too much because I think for who watched Rosemary Baby and like Rosemary Baby for 1968, should give a chance for this one. It's like a modern way of the, the you know, the version of the Rosemary Baby. So I like it, false positive. It's pretty interesting. And the acting was pretty good too. So I give that. Mm, nice. Yeah. Um... I, I saw it. I wouldn't put it on my list, but uh, I'm definitely uh, I'm definitely a fan of it as well. So uh, my number nine. Do you think was uh, kind of like a remake from the Rosemary Baby? Uh, I mean, I I wouldn't necessarily go so far as a remake. Um, I think it's just um, working in similar areas. Um, I I would probably have gone more ripoff than remake but uh, I, I I do agree where you're going I, I do see that there's a lot of similarities in it um, I for me I would probably say maybe ripoff more than remake but um, I wouldn't really throw too much of a fit either way if somebody said that yeah yeah, yeah I agree I agree so your top top 19 is Oh, um, yeah, my number 19 is Fear Street 3, 1666. So uh, the concluding chapter of the uh, Netflix saga, um, group of teens that go back in time to uh, 1666 and play uh, participants in a um, witch, uh, witch hunt in the uh, community and uh, basically learn the clues to uh, stop the killers that's stalking them in 1994. Um, I, I really enjoyed all three. Um, I'm actually gonna, you know, do a little mild, mild spoiler right now and say all three are on my list. Um, I enjoyed equal. I enjoyed them all pretty much equally. But um, th this one, I, I felt a little underwhelmed at the end. Uh, I, I felt that the 1666 part was the weakest part of it. Um, I enjoyed the 1994 part, which was the second half. It's, you know, a, a fun little updated slasher kind of a thing. But um, I, I still really enjoyed it. There's a lot to like here. Um, some nice atmosphere, a bunch of, uh, you know, nice little jump scare moments and um, a lot of uh, intriguing backstory that they come up with at the end. So it doesn't reach um what i feel are the um the the first two which are a little bit better um they're higher on the list but um it, i i still felt all three of them were enjoyable and uh worthwhile so uh my number 19 is uh fear street 3 1666 wow yeah i saw that one too i actually saw all three of them um uh, yeah, was I was not too fan of it. I'm not too fan of uh, when have too much uh, um, killing, savage killing. <laughs> I'm more a ghost girl. <laughs> but mm. uh, was very well done. I have to say that you know it was very each story. I think I like the number three more. So yeah, I I I agreed with your point. You know. 
it's interesting you put in the 19. <laughs> so my 19 is the conjuring four, number four. Mm. Yeah, why I picked the conjuring four? I'm a sucker for that movie. I don't know. Like I say, I love ghost stories and like kind of like as a you know, uh, the ghosts take their body and, you know, make it creepy. And so this one was not my favorite of all the conjuring. I have to be honest, but I still enjoy. I still get that feeling with um, it's very creepy. It's, and this one was very kind of a more savage killing, like, you know, with that boy gets, you know, possessed. So I like all that possessed. And this movie, even if you, lots of people did not like it, you know that the word, the devil make me do it, is being using in every comedy now that I'm watching, like a stand-up comedy. People are using the, the line, the devil make me do it. So, I mean, look like it was very popular by people by watching, even if they did not like it. And I think the reason people start that watch this movie is just because the one and the two that they really enjoy. So I love The Conjure. I'm super fun of it. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Um, I have it uh, higher on my list. Um, I, I do have uh, Conjuring 3. or uh, Conjuring three. It's uh, the third one, not the fourth one. You have but, the three? Yeah, this is the third one. Oh, you're, the, thi the you're thinking of Insidious, I think. Is Insidious has four. The Conjuring only has three. But yeah, it, it's not a big deal. Um, I have it on my list as well. But um, I yeah, I, I think it's the third one, not the fourth one. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I'm making no. a mistake here. Yeah, no worries. You know I mean, what I said before? Because one, one time I was uh, chatting with somebody and I put in number three and they told me, no, this is number four. So oh. they met me. I okay, yeah. Them. <laughs> okay, yeah, so yeah, they're the ones. Yeah, this is the third one. Um, but yeah, um, I have it on my list as well, so I'll give my thoughts then. But uh, we'll move on to uh, my number 18. Um, so um, I was telling you a little bit about um, this when we were setting our chat up um, to, to record this, that I have a little bit more of an indie take, um, indie taste than a lot of people, and that's kind of reflected in uh, my number 18 choice. It's a uh, film called Medusa. So uh, this one is about a uh, woman who's, uh, you know, she's a drug addict. She's basically, you know, performing tricks in a, a trailer park um, whorehouse or brothel or uh, I, I, I don't remember the term, but um, it, it's a small little uh, community where all of the prostitutes live together in trailer parks and they're basically pimped out, you know, here and there. But uh, one day she gets uh, involved with a client who is a um, he's into black magic and he uh, ha he has her perform with the snake and the snake bites her, which in turn transforms her into a titular Medusa. Although that's um, kind of it's not really a spoiler because it's the title, but that's the end result. Um, I, I enjoy this. I thought this was a really well-crafted film. It's a uh, psychological. It's a little bit body horror. It's you know not you know a full-on Medusa running around you know snakes in her hair just killing people left and right. It's more about her undergoing the change after the bite and trying to come to terms with 
you know, the fact that, you know, she doesn't know what's going on because the Medusa is the end game. So it's this build up to where, you know, she's going to end up. And I, I enjoyed it. Um, there's a lot of great acting involved. It's a, you know, small cast, but they're really uh, fun to watch. I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, for some reason, this one just worked for me. So um, it, it's kind of, you know, it's under the radar. I know a lot of haven't uh, come, a lot of them haven't seen it, but uh, my 18 is a film called Medusa. You know what? I was um, passing through movies yesterday to watch, and I saw this one. And then I did not read what was about, but even just the cover was like, oh, hmm, that sounds interesting because I remember to watch a Conan movie, you know, with um, Sylvester Long. Oh, no, no, Sylvester Long. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I did like uh, um, that they have this Medusa, right? And I was fascinated by it. So when I saw the cover, I was like, oh my gosh, I, I, I should watch this this movie right but then i was thinking maybe it's very very low budget movie and you know. it, it is yeah um I'm, is? I'm not, yeah i'm i'm not gonna lie um i i do um i i, I i'm probably gonna be a little um this part may put you off but i do know the production company that makes it and they're they're not the highest um they use a lot of uh kind of low rent cgi at times but um, I mean, it's just it's my personal taste. I I kind of gravitate to those kinds of films, so I'm a little more forgiving of really bad CGI. I'm gonna say this: um, if you're interested, watch the trailer. Unfortunately, I, I I am gonna say this: the trailer does give away what goes on in the film, but. If you can tolerate what goes on in the trailer, you'll be fine with the movie. Because the the trailer, like I said, the trailer does spoil it, but it's the build up to get there. That's the whole point of the film. So, like I said, if you if you want to watch the trailer first before and then decide how the CGI affects you going off of that. If you're fine with it, go for it. If you're not, I completely understand. It's just I have a t I have a, you know, I I, I know the company and I know the production behind the stuff like that. And I kind of gravitate to those kinds of indie films. So that stuff doesn't bother me. It's also kind of why it's high on my list, you know, you know, way back here at like number 18, but yeah, um, like it's, you know, it, it's still worthwhile. I, I still enjoy it. So um, you can listen, listen, you tell me what the movie is about. Make me interesting because I like good stories. So yeah. just the way you are saying that she had transformation and it goes slowly and then the trailer park with those, you know, hookers and uh, I'm like, I want to watch now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, if you're not bothered by indie films. Um, no, not at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm saying not just to you, but I'm saying to like in general, um, if you're comfortable watching like $100,000 and under budgeted films, then you're going to be completely fine with this because that's sort of in the area that they work with. If you're more like theatrical release kind of a person or you're familiar with like a Netflix or a Shutter or somebody that's going to like put, you know, a, a, a decent amount behind it, but not like, you know, an astronomical theatrical budget. But 
if you're comfortable with that, then this may be a little off-putting and like a little low budget. But like I said, if you're fine with like, you know, indie $100,000 kind of features, then I think you'll be fine with this. So it's not a warning to you. It's just I'm putting it out there just in general. So that's good to know. Yeah. Like I, I said, thought, just yeah. I'm just saying, just doing a little warning. Um, like I said, not putting you off, but just uh, you know, saying my piece. So yeah, uh, your number eighteen. Yes, my number eighteen is the Wasteland. Is a Spanish uh, movie and is about uh, a mother and a son and a husband that live in this um, in the middle of nowhere, you know, just their house and a huge land. And look like there is a mystery in it that the father tried to tell a little bit to his son the story of what happened to his sister that killed herself. Something that she see it, nobody else did. And then in the end, she killed herself. And sadly, some guy show up um, in, in, you know, when he was fishing and he bring it home and the guy kill himself. And then the husband said, I need to take his body to his family. I need to go and find his family. So he leave his wife and son and go with the body of the dead guy looking for the family away and go away and stay the, the wife and the son. And the wife starts seeing something. The son didn't don't see anything and she fighting to protect her son to, you know, the whole movie is about after her and her son in this house in the middle of nowhere and something is haunting them from outside. So it's pretty interesting because you only would know what's going on that I'm not going to tell you, of course. Um, what she's seeing, what is after them, if it, it is something after them. <laughs> so I'm going to keep the mystery that way. So it's pretty good. It's, the acting is great. Um, what's going on, the mystery uh, makes sense after in the end. So I recommend this movie, definitely. And that's why it's my top. It's my 18, number 18. Nice. Yeah. Um, I've seen it as well. Um, I, I do agree. Um, yeah, I, I love the mystery. I love their relationship together. Their interactions are fantastic. You really feel for them. Um, a couple of scenes are far more chilling than I thought they would be. So, um, yeah, I, I, I recommend it as well. Um, I, I found it was a 2022 release just because um, it was available to us then. But um, I, I definitely agree. It's definitely worth a watch. It's, it's, it's so hard because when they put it uh, for us to, to watch or to number, like from 2021, 2022, and some movies that is from 2021 later on, they only allowed us to watch now in the 22, right? It's released. Yeah. Um, it makes it so complicated for us because we want to yeah. do top 20 in the beginning. I know, yeah. Um, uh, me and uh, my friends, we do this all the time. Um, December is basically just a slew of messages in our chats just about, is this released in 2020? Is this released in, you know, is this good enough to watch for the my list? Can we watch this one? Can we watch that one? Yeah. Um, my my friends and I go through that all of December trying to figure our lists out. So um, you're not you're not alone in that. Um, we do that ourselves. That's good. That's good. That yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I need yeah. to watch. I need to put in my list. 
yeah so I was a little confused should i put it or should i not put it but i like it yeah um i mean like i said it's worth a watch as well um i i figured it was 2022 but um no i i i completely agree it's definitely um definitely one that i would um go behind as well so um my number 16 or uh, 17 sorry i'm looking at the wrong uh wrong thing here on my on my paper here uh my number 17 is the old ways so uh this is about a, a woman who uh she's an immigrant to the united states she's originally from mexico she returns to her hometown to do a story uh she's uh forget what the point is but uh she's supposed to go back and do a story and she gets abducted by a family and put through a series of bizarre rituals that are meant to exercise her they believe that uh being away in the united she, being away in the united states she's become possessed by something and it's an it's a struggle to uh save her and you know get the evil out of her so to so to, so to speak it's i really liked it um it's an unconventional exorcism film uh everybody is i assume uh familiar with the term exorcism movie are gonna suspect a person you know a priest in a you know black robe throwing holy water at a person with their head turning around projectile vomiting pea soup or something um this is completely different uh it's not you know you don't you don't get any of that you get people that are tied down and they're you know forced various potions and uh you know there's like tons of car um ancestral writings and various uh stuff placed around her and you know she goes through various hallucinations and you you sort of suspect that you know something may be going on that nobody's telling her you start to suspect that maybe there's something else going on that you're you're not quite sure what it is i really liked it um I've, I I found it really fun. Um, it's pretty chilling at times. Some of the imagery is really well done, and uh, it, it's a fun time. Uh, not the most original, not the most uh, creative, but uh, definitely worth your time and definitely worth a watch. My uh, number seventeen is broadcast signal intrusion. So this movie was actually interesting because it's something that I never hear about um, that I decide to watch because it was kind of they use some kind of true story in this movie. So it looked like some event that uh, happened in Chicago in November 2000, or I mean November 22, 1987. So they put some pieces together, you know, but of course in their video look like only last 25 seconds <laughs> with this creepy mm -hmm. person. So when I hear that it's kind of have some kind true, I get interested to watch this movie, but there was lots of mystery in this movie. It's like you have to put a pieces together to understand. So this guy watching this some kind some videos and suddenly have this creepy person with a mask. Those He's trying to figure out what uh, who is behind, what's going on, and in some moments I was like so confused in this movie, and I'm pretty sure if you watch this movie you're gonna be a little confused too. But you have to really pay attention to you put together and understand what's going on in this movie because it's kind of like have some type of ghost, 
and then you have a stalker, <laughs> and then you have a psycho. So it's like so messed up that I keep my eyes on the screen. So for that, that's why I put in my number 17. I was like, I like it, this story, actually. It's like the detective. He was like, a, you know, trying to to find out himself. A simple guy just saw something weird and, you know, and, and things get very weird and dangerous even for himself. So I like this one. Do you see that one? Yeah, um, it's on my honorable mentions. Um, I I was kind of like you. Um, I, I was uh, very kind of drawn into what's going on. Um, it, I, I, I was, I just, I felt like, you know, it answered too little of what I wanted, um, you know, the purpose behind the videos and what was going on with them. Um, it, it just, it fell a little bit because of that, but, um, I, I, I do agree. It, it's pretty engrossing and it's kind of chilling at times when, you know, he starts what, when he starts uh, diving in and, you know, he starts going deeper and deeper into the tapes, but no, I, I, I really liked it as well. Um, like I said, it's on my honorable mention, so um, I, I I really enjoyed it. Do you do you knew that was ac actually like a pattern after actual event in this this movie? Not when I first watched it. Um, after I saw it, um, I one of the things I usually do is I usually do a little bit of um, research just um, just in case I you know I missed something or I you know I have a couple questions since you know. I check around to see if maybe somebody else had figured out um, you know, something like an area that I had a problem with. So um, I, I, I kind of stumbled across, across that after the fact. So I, I, I didn't know it going in, but yeah, um, I, I was aware of it. I, I am aware of it now, but um, not when I first watched it. Okay, very good. I'm yeah. glad you watched it so you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we are but good. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, my number 16, again, this is kind of um, another indie pick. Um, I went with uh, The Truth Will Out. Uh, this is a uh, British found footage film. Um, it concerns a uh, host of a uh, tabloid, real uh, tabloid reality show. He's, uh, you know, uh, it's kind of hard to put into words without really um, spoiling it because uh, his job is kind of a major spoiler, but uh, he's looking around for uh, new, t new subjects. He's kind of, you know, like a sleazy guy that'll go around and do exposés on people with like weird fetishes or um, they have like bizarre, you know, stories to tell, uh, you know, like one of those kinds of people. And he comes across this family who say that they're being haunted. And uh, it, it said, you know, it specifically it's targeting the young daughter. There's, you know, they say that there's something, you know, they, there's some kind of malicious spirit that's um, being drawn to her. So they need his help to, you know, figure out what's going on. And um, as they uh, spend the night there, you know, it, it, it takes over the course of several nights. But uh, the first night they're there, they start to suspect that. Um, this may be something a little bit deeper than their usual stories because they're used to just, you know, they're used to um, exposing people as cons, but they go along with it because the pay is good. And this is the first time that they start to suspect something sinister and something real is going on. And eventually there's like a really, really um, disturbing uh, twist that gets revealed. I, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, 
like I said, it's found footage, so it's uh, it's supposed to be the uh, documentary, the the crew that's going along with them. They're documenting everything because of um, uh, some kind of mandate that they have, uh, something to do with the radio station that they have to mandate um, procedures being followed for union or something. Um, it's it, it's an okay. Um, that's kind of like one of the weakest parts of it is you know why they're filming it as found footage, but if you go in with uh, what's going on, uh, if you buy into with the uh, twist, this is really creepy. Um, a lot of the uh, you know shock scenes are kind of unexpected. Uh, you get a really fantastic finale that kind of picks the energy up and uh, you know has some thrills involved to it. So uh, definitely something that uh, is it's much better than it looks. Um, it, again, it's kind of got a really kind of cheesy cover artwork. But um, give it a chance. I really enjoyed it, and um, it's definitely worth a watch. Uh, like I said, especially if uh, you buy into the twist, I, I wouldn't. I don't necessarily know that it's going to be. Um, it, well, it, it it kind of ties into uh, sexual harassment and uh, a lot of uh, the Me Too movement. Um, I it, that part's not much of a spoiler, but uh, saying much else is. So um, if you can buy into what's going on, um, I, I think you'll really enjoy it. Uh, again, like I said, indie, but uh, definitely worth a watch. That's good. I, I didn't see that one yet. So ah. There's actually lots that I didn't see, and definitely I'm still going to watch, you know. Yeah. The ones from last year. So. Yeah, my number 16... I, I hope I can pronounce right because English is not my main language, so I'm doing okay job. <laughs> um, antidot. That's how they call antidot. Oh, um, antidote. Yeah, antidote. See. You okay. Need some help. Yeah. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The only reason I like this movie is because to the end. I did not figure out what was happening. And I like when the movie keeps you in that stage of you thinking, oh, this is real and this is that. And then in the end, it's have a twist. I I like that. And this movie got me. So it was this woman that she was sick and she go in this operation room. And suddenly when she wake up, she's in this hospital that this hospital do a kind of experiment where they give you pain. So basically they cut your hands and then sadly they stitch it up. So they keep, you know, like torture you basically, you know, all the patients is being tortured in this hospital and you cannot get out. Right. She keep asking oh, where I want to talk to my husband. I want to see my kid. And they say, no, you cannot do that, you know. You have to finish your treatment. So it was really like horrible, like the torches, like, oh my gosh, what is this? Like, you know, so the whole time is her and the patients um, torture the, the people and she's trying to get out. So there is some mystery in there that I'm not going to say what really why she's over there because I was so angry. I was like, why the hell her husband put in this hospital? I was so upset, and I think she was my husband. Waited. If I get out, you dead. 
I'm gonna torture you too. <laughs> because it was like really unbelievable. You could not figure why they doing this kind of treatment, you know, and they trying to explain, convince the people that it's for their own good, right? So yeah, so this is my number 16. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I saw it as well. I really enjoyed it. Um, like you said, there's a lot of fun little twists involved here. Um, I, I never got the ending at all. So yeah, um, nice pick. Um, moving on to uh, my 15, I went with Sensor. Um, I, I kind of debated this, uh, whether or not I should have it a little higher, um, just because I really liked it. The, um, I, I, I keep going back and forth on whether or not I place it too low or I place it too high, but um, I, 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 I'm pretty comfortable with where it is now. Um, basically, it's a uh, film censor in England in the early 1980s who's uh, responsible for, uh, you know, basically being a movie censor, uh, deciding whether or not uh, graphic horror films and other kinds of uh, movies and media are uh, allowed onto the public. Um, Eventually, she ends up coming across a uh, movie that uh, it reminds her of the disappearance of her sister when she was a kid. And uh, it just becomes a uh, prolonged and um, really uh, fascinating character study into uh, her trying to remember the fateful night and all of the uh, strange and bizarre incidents that went on because uh, one of the one of the main reasons is uh, in the film that she watches, w the actress in question who's uh, playing the lead role, she believes is um, her missing sister if she was still alive. So um, it it's, uh, just really starts to get to her and uh, you, she becomes just mentally un unhinged as uh, time goes on. The, the majority of the film I, I'm I'm into. Um, I have the most questions with the final act. Um, some of the stuff just doesn't make sense there. But uh, for the first two thirds, I was in love with this. Um, I found it fantastic. She's you know, um, it, it's a really fun uh, character study. She's um, you know, her descent into madness is really kind of uh, handled as well as I've ever seen in the these kinds of films and. I, I'm not usually into the into this style, but um, I was into it. Um, I I kind of just it went off a little um, in the third act, but um, I, I I still really enjoyed it. So my number fifteen is Censor. I I have to agree what you say about this movie because this movie is in my list too. So I'll talk about why you know I like it. Um, my number fifteen is VHS ninety four. So um, this movie is a police SWAT team investigate about Mr. VHS tape and discover sinister code that has pre-recorded material which uncover a nightmarish marriage conspiration. Night marriage marriage conspiration. Did I say it right? <laughs> um, more than likely, knowing the film, I would I would go with conspiracy. Conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's no conspiration, conspiracy. You see, I'm learning yeah. English here right now. <laughs> it was just a movie. <laughs> yeah. um, I picked this movie because it was crazy to watch. Basically, is 
how this crazy, I, can I say scientist or a doctor, creepy yeah. guy, like <laughs> using human body and create some creature. Oh my gosh, it's like, was horrible. I'm not saying the movie is horrible. I say it was horrible what he was doing with the people. And it was so hard for me to watch to the point that this is definitely horror for me. It's terrifying. You know, terrifying yeah. because that person is still conscious, can't even talk, can't even explain, you know, like take me out of here, you know. So there's some scenes that was like, I want to die, like if I am in that, that situation, you know what I mean? It was really yeah. terrifying movie for me to watch. So mm. this, I said, have to be in my, my top 20, this movie, because bring me in like nightmares. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I, there's lots of twist people, crazy people in the world, but this one showing that people can go beyond craziness. So yeah, that's um, number 15. Yeah, I, I have it on my list as well, so I'll mention uh, my my thoughts on it then. But um, yeah, um, I, I know what you're talking about, so. I never uh, saw a movie like that. Like, actually, I did the centerpiece, centerpiece, they call. Oh. Is, is that how they call that movie centerpiece that he put a bat with the bat like connect them together the bats um i, I i'm trying to remember i i think that's what it was um yeah and their yeah yeah no their mouths and their bats something like that oh oh okay yeah um that is a uh, human centipede yes oh my god it was another horrible movie too so this vape a VHS was even worse <laughs> for me to watch. <laughs> that yeah. one was nasty. This one was <laughs> terrible <laughs> to, to, you know, <laughs> to watch. Yeah. Sorry, I just compared yeah. it as that. <laughs> no worries. Um, it's actually pretty. Uh, it's actually pretty apt. Um, that's a that's a pretty good um, comparison. Then. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That's what came in my mind when I watched this movie. It's like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so what's yeah. your number 14 all right so uh my number 14 is black as night so uh this is um a teen girl who's uh trying to uh she's trying to uh you know raise herself out of her situation she lives in a poor section of new orleans and uh she eventually stumbles upon the fact that there's a vampire coven hidden underneath the city and uh, they're picking people off uh, one by one, and uh, you know they're targeting um, poor members of the community. So uh, she believes that you know her family's next. So her and her friends uh, head out and uh, become monster hunters. Um, I I had so much fun with this. Um, it, it's really fun. Really fun. It's a fast-paced film. Uh, you buy into uh, the vampire lore with uh, what's going on. Um, it, it's, I'm not going to really go too deeply into this, um, but there's a really fun and fascinating uh, subplot about what the vampires are doing and uh, who's controlling them and why that uh, it makes a lot of sense. And I really like it. And it ties um, really heavily into a lot of, uh, you know, current events with the black lives matter and, stuff like that but it's not preaching about it um it it just touches on it but it's not dwelling on it so um 
it, it, it kind of ties into what's with, into what's going on with the current events and the racial issues and stuff like that. But uh, the majority of the film is just, you know, fun vampire action. Uh, her and her friends are a lot of fun together. They're a really fun group. Uh, yeah, um, it, 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 like I said, it's just a, a really fun film. And um, I, I I liked where it went. I liked what it did with the, the creatures and all of the various, uh, you know, the various little sub subplots that move it along are really fun as well. So uh, my number 14 was black as night. Oh, I, I never watched that one. So definitely I'm, I'm going to put in my list too. Good to know. Make me want to watch. Cool. So my number 14 is blood red sky. So the woman with a mystery illness is forced into action when a group of terrorists hijack a plane overnight. I like this story, um, you know, like even in the beginning, like you don't have no clue why they already separate, right? The mother go meet the son in the airport and then they get together. And um, she have that kind of mystery on her to the point that when those terrorists take control of the plane, and of course, she want to, you know, keep her son safe. You start seeing that there's more about her than anything else. It's not about anymore about the, the plane getting, you know, taken, but it's about her. And I don't know if, if I should say it, um, what it is, but this movie is lots of action. And I like action movies. And I love vampires, too. Um, zombie and vampire movie and this movie gave me lots to 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 be excited for and the son like i i see that the boy did a really good job as an actor i don't know about you if you saw this movie um but it was very interesting how um he was so overprotected i only want to i was confused if he knew what's going on with his mother to in the middle of the movie he don't even know what's going he knew he she was sick but she did he didn't know what exactly was her sickness right and yeah. even with that you can see the love and, and between mom and son and do whatever they can to you know to to keep their kids safe and other actors in, in this movie you know uh, um that i like was um that guy that in the uh, oh i'm not gonna say sorry i almost say it <laughs> but there's another you know guy in this movie that he was pretty good and i like how he get involved in it in the story and how end up so from the beginning to the end i enjoy every moment in this movie every moment yeah um i did too because it's my number 13. <laughs> Oh, nice. That's your next one. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's my number thirteen was uh, Blood Red Sky. Um. I I I loved it. Um. It, I I'm also an action fan, so a lot of uh you know the takeout you know a lot of the plane takeover stuff and the you know the shootouts and uh you know hunting the vampires down. Uh, that was so much fun. Uh, main the uh main storyline with uh her trying to get back to her keep her son safe but uh keep him you know from discovering who she really is um i had a, a really good time with it yeah um 
it's just a it's a fun time i had a lot of fun with it so um yeah i i had it at number 13 so <laughs> do you feel that in the beginning you saw that he know uh uh what she was sick of it right what was her disease or whatever in the beginning make you feel like oh he knows and then by the time in the mirror when she show herself he's showing like oh he didn't know exactly what it was yeah um i was a little unclear of that myself because i thought it was kind of um similar where he he kind of was suspecting and uncomfortable with it but then the uh you know incidents on the plane kind of uh make him it's really hard to discuss without spoiling it but um yeah i i i kind of felt that he didn't know but yet for some reason they portrayed him as knowing so I think the reason why she, like, he didn't know. The reason I think she didn't tell him is because she was hoping in this trip she was getting the cure. Right, yeah, that was kind of, um, that's why I was leaning to, was that, you know, if the trip works and the treatment's a success, she doesn't have to reveal anything. She can just pass it off as some other kind of, um, she can pass it off as something else. So... Yeah, um, I, I kind of got that vibe as well. But I mean, I, again, it's something that, you know, kind of hard to talk about without spoiling it. But no, um, I had it at my number 13. So yeah, I, I really enjoyed it as well. Good. So um, that uh, moves us back to uh, your 13. My 13 is the Forever Purge. I'm super fun of the Forever, the, the Purge. I think it was a... Uh, great idea special um they use what is going on in the world right and they put it that as an excuse to go insane in one day and i was thinking that's pretty interesting because i hope never happened of course (laughs) 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 i have some few people i need to purge but okay but i mean i just like the idea that they use that uh people going nuts daily and let's keep don't do the whole year but do in one day get your anger in one day (laughs) and the the you have those people that really want to put that anger in haunting other people put you know and you have those ones that don't want to join and want to protect themselves and even trying to protect themselves you in jeopardy like you still care that you're gonna die you know you're gonna get purged so i love it in this one in the forever purge the actors i love i like the actors that was in this movie like you know i'm a fan of some of the actors there um like josh lucas i like him very much and uh i I, I have to say that this one is not my favorite of all the Purge. I have to put it up there um, because it's basically is more about, uh, especially in the beginning, about his family, right? And then from his family, look like he has kind of like a, should I say like a little bit uh, rules about he did not like much the Latinos. He had that kind of very, I'm the boss. You're going to do whatever I wanted. And so have some conflict between how he treats his workers. 
And I definitely I was thinking, you know what, one of his work is gonna turn against him and that person because the way he's <laughs> me, <laughs> he's gonna deserve that. But have a little twist that the one he was mistreating is the one, you know, was helping, right? So yeah. like that, because showing you the, the 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 bad in the human being and then the good thing in the human being, you know. So I like this movie very much. So the Forever Purge is my number thirteen. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I'm a little lower than you, but I'm, I I still had fun with it. Um, I agree. The cast is the best part about this. Um, they're really fun and they're really good in this. Um, again, I I don't really like this as much as the others in the series, but um, yeah, I I had enough fun with it. So not uh, not bad at all. Um, Moving on to number 12, my choice is Fear Street 2, 1, 1994. So this is the first in the series. Um, basically, a strange killer starts stalking a group of teens in the small town and come to find out that it is uh, related to this strange curse that's been affecting the affecting everybody and seems to happen on a cyclical basis like every 20 25 years i think um every there's this one weird incident where somebody goes crazy and starts murdering a bunch of people and it goes back you know dozens and dozens and dozens of generations and um they decide to you know put a stop to it but um it turns out to be much more difficult than they suspect I, I was kind of a little nervous about this because I'm not the biggest fan of uh, the late 90s uh, teen slashers, which this was kind of uh, being marketed at before we got the uh, rest of the trilogy. But uh, I had a ton of fun with this. Um, I really like the way that they handle the uh, curse here. It sets it up uh, in a pretty fun way where you get uh, just small little hints about various incidents in the past and all the, you know, weird happenings and murders that take place uh there's some fantastic stalking scenes uh much more gore than i expected um i i i wasn't really aware that they would go as uh, heavy as they did but um yeah this was uh, a lot of fun i like a lot of the cast in this um most of them um you know they're kind of teens so they're like high school agers um i i really like what they did with them I really like a lot of the uh, brother-sister relationship that uh, develops over the course of this. Uh, you know, the best friend is a lot of fun, and uh, the, the various groups that are brought in, in into the curse, uh, they have a, they, they have a lot to like about them. So I, I really enjoy this, and uh, I, I'm not as high on it as I am part two. Um, like I said, um, I had all three, but uh, I, I, I definitely think they're all worth a watch. But uh, number 12 for me is uh, Fear Street 1, 1994. Uh, yeah, I, I saw that one too. Uh, yeah, it was not my type of movie. So I, I don't yeah. like it much. Uh, like you, you, you said about the teen and this that you like, I'm not into. Like for me to watch, it, it will be like really good acting and really good story. And when it's too much like girly, girly and then to make believe I, I lose a little bit interesting yeah I, I, it's it's all like in the beginning when i was watching one and two it's like you start with one and then you want to watch the second the third and but they 
kind of like different story. But in the end, they connect too. <laughs> so I was right. I yeah. was you know, like, oh my god! So you know, they have a connection between it's just different type of scenes. They you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, your number 12. So my number 12 is Sensor. Ah, okay. <laughs> I know, I know you mentioned already, and I don't have to say the story again because you already said it. I'm just going to say why I picked Sensor. I'm from Brazil. And um, I never heard about there's such a job like this. Like somebody would uh, watch the movies before being released to say that is appropriate to, you know, the public or not. So basically, I learned something, you know, hmm. about this movie because there's such a is a real job, you know. So I was so curious, and not only that, for the fact that she do this for living in the same time she was taking that deep in her personal life that was haunting her right mm -hmm. so i i like it the, the whole mystery and i was trying to figure out that is this this for real there's something to do with her sister you know what i mean i was like what you know so yeah i picked this movie because it was something that i did learn and I was glad to, and it was a very interesting movie. It did have creepy parts that I was, you know, I was creepy with her sister. And I really was trying to figure out what really happened to her sister. And I think some people give some different version of what you think that happened. I don't want to say now, but because mm. it's the end. But I have my own version of what happened to her sister, what really is. Because still in the air, do you get that, or you figure out that what really happened? No, um, well, like I, said, I mentioned in mind that it it kind of went off of the rails um, for me in the third act, which is why I was debating whether or not it was too high or too low, and that's one of the things um, I wasn't um, ready to really spoil it. But um, yeah, how it treats the actual disappearance of her sister just left me really confused, and I wasn't really. I, I I had no idea what actually happened, so I I kind of took points off for that. But yeah, that was one of the the, the the one of the things that kind of got to me and why I why I kept it as high as I did because I wanted to put it higher. But yeah, um, why her sister's uh you know if her sister is actually dead um it some of that stuff actually bothered me. So so I would yeah, tell you my version what I think. Not yeah, really. go ahead. <laughs> yeah, because I was putting pieces together. When I don't understand much a movie, I watch more than one time. Sometimes I go to three times, right? So this movie I watched two times because I was not happy that I did not understand or I wanted to get a clue what really happened to her sister. So I got my own version, what I think, what I watched for the second time. So we can talk later, but yeah. So that's my number 12. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. I'd love to. Um, I mean, you know, any understanding would uh, definitely be of help. So, uh, yeah, uh, that'd be great. But uh, nice choice. <laughs> yeah. So uh, moving on to my number 11. My number 11 is The Stylist. 
So uh, this one is about a, a woman who is a she's lonely. She's you know doesn't have any friends. She doesn't go out. She doesn't really do anything. But uh, she basically just spends her entire time at, at a hair salon. She works as a hairstylist. And eventually she ends up uh, one day um, weaseling into the life of this uh, socialite and um, her group of friends who are planning um, her wedding. Uh, basically, they just need um, they needed her initially to uh, style her for the uh, engagement photos. But uh, because of that, she ends up, uh, you know, forming a strong attachment to her in the group. But uh it, it turns uh, pretty deadly when everybody realizes that she's not as uh, together as she says she is. So um, I, I love this. Uh, this is a fun character study. She, uh, The main stylist girl is really fun. Um, I really like um, her acting. She's a really fun actress. Um, she's great in the role. Um, I really like... Uh, you know, the other um, real part with this is uh, she ends up having a, a fun little meltdown and it, it it's telegraphed, but not in a way to where uh, you can guess where it's going. So uh, I, I really enjoy this. Um, I had a lot of fun with it and uh, it, it's definitely a, a pretty under the radar film. It kind of borders more on thriller than horror, but um, I, I, I really enjoyed it and I had a lot of fun with it. So um, I definitely recommend it. Uh, it is The Stylist. Nice, nice. My number 11 is Myra's Lane. So it's another ghost story, you know. Um, like I said, I love ghost stories. And this one, it was this kid, this girl. And the amazing thing for me, when have kids involved? And especially in the horror, I really pay attention to every single expression and that they showing in the screen. Like, some, some, you know, like uh, I watch some other, um, the omen, the, the, you know, and I don't see, um, sometimes I don't see, I don't feel fear, right? And so I like to really see, especially in the ghost movies, is that fear in their eyes and their expression and this type of ghost here um the way they they make a little creepy like you know especially a child that is seeing a ghost and it's only hair and there's a mystery about well, this kid ghost that she's being seen in, around the house and she lives in a huge house too big night house <laughs> so um there's something to do with some religion too in this movie um so you have some creepy moments in this movie. And this kid, I have to agree, she did a great job as an actor. And I have to say, I'm a sucker for a good acting, a good story. That after I watch the movie, make me a little bit scared. You know, let me close my door here. Because, you know, so, so this movie gives some creepy parts that... Um, yeah, it was very interesting, you know. I like the atmosphere that gives, like, the creepy trees, you know. Um, <laughs> the view, like, from the window, like, you know, for she, she watched from the window, and then you have the ghosts right behind you, you know. So, I like that. Make you feel like, oh, scary, that's creepy. You know, you don't need to have killing all the time, but just some unknown ghosts around. So, I like that. So, she's... 
This Myra's Lane is my number 11. Oh, yeah, you're selling me on this is one that I, I haven't seen yet, so I'm definitely going to have to track it down. Yeah, you're really selling me on this one, so. Okay. <laughs> yeah, watch. Yeah. yeah, Um. definitely. Uh, yeah. So uh, we kind of mentioned this one already. Uh, my number 10 is VHS 94. Um, yeah, that uh, that segment's bizarre. Um, yeah, that uh, the one with the doctor that's uh, out there for sure. Uh, but I, I also have to say uh, I really liked a couple of the other segments. Um, I mean, I know that that one's kind of uh, the highlight, but I, I enjoyed uh, especially the first two. Um, the first one, uh, if I remember the order right. Um, the first one is about the um, reporter who stumbles upon the uh, rat worshipping society in the sewers, I think. I think that's the first one, yeah, because the second one is the one at the the funeral home. And um, I, I really enjoyed the both of them. I thought they were both a lot of fun. Um, overall, I yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really solid uh, anthology. Uh, not too much uh, wrong with it, but... Uh, yeah, the majority of this one uh, for me is the third one. The crazy doctor one is just so over the top and so ridiculous. But um, overall, I, I felt it was a solid anthology and the, I had a lot of fun with it. So I went to uh, number 10 with uh, VHS 94. Nice. Yeah, well, it was a good creepy movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, my number 10 is The Trip. So um, is uh, about a dysfunction couple hits to a, a cabin to reconnect. Look like their passion is over and they wanted to, you know, start something good, something new. But soon they get there, their intentions is to kill each other. What the hell? Like you're going to a cabin to have a romantic time and you know you plan to kill each other? <laughs> that sounds creepy. <laughs> Um, before they can carry out their plans to kill each other, unexpected visitor arrive in their cabin, and then they face a danger. Super. So means basically they both can die, not just one or another. So yeah, I think this movie is have lots of action. I have to agree. Like you know, lots of like punches, stabbing, mm -hmm. <laughs> shooting. So, and by, by the time um, they get there and when you figure out that they plan every single weapon, especially the woman, the wife, like she's so smart, like, you know, and he's thinking that I was thinking like he's the bad one, right? Because he started doing the first shot, right? He's the one start killing her, uh, trying to kill her. And when was the twist that she was more smart than him? So she knew it. She already had was ahead him. And when they figured out their plan to each other and have some comedy. And <laughs> I don't know if you see this movie, but I laugh a lot. Like, you know, uh, some of the they are sharing about their relationship. Right. But there is some after to the end, you guys have to watch. It's lots of fun in this movie. And I, I, I can't say it's have a twist and all, but I think you already expecting what's going to happen in the end, because I did. I already expected uh, when this, you know, killers, a robber or whatever, break into their cabins and they 
trying to fight to survive. And the funny thing, they trying to throw it in each other, like telling the others to kill, you know, like, oh, kill my husband, oh, kill me. But by the time they stop with this game to say, you know what, we need to save our butts out of here, you know, and they work together. So it's super fun, this movie. I really enjoy it. That's why it's my number 10. Yeah, um, another one I'm gonna have to check out because I don't think I've seen this one. Um, I, I I know the title. I think I've seen it around on various services, but I don't think I've ever taken the plunge to watch it. So yeah, um, I'm definitely intrigued because this one sounds like a lot of fun as well. So that's two. Have some comedy and a good story yeah. and some little twist between their relationship, how they start feeling for each other later. All right, well, it's uh, two in a row you've given me. I'll uh, definitely have to look into them. So <laughs> appreciate that. All right, so uh, moving on to uh, number nine. This is uh, the end of the Fear Street trilogy, or I should say part two, uh, Fear Street 1978. Um, about the, the only real flaw that I have with this one is uh, 1978 really wasn't a summer camp slasher kind of a setup. Um, it feels much uh, more likely to me that this should have been uh, Fear Street 1982, just because um, I thought that was would have uh, tied into the uh, summer camp aesthetic a little bit better. But um, other than that, this is a blast. Um, so basically in this one, uh, this is, uh, like I said, the middle part of the chapter. So um, having uh, come to grips with the idea that there's a curse on the town, the group of teens uh, who survived uh, 1994 head to the uh, lone survivor of uh, a 1978 incident who uh, retells what happened uh, that fateful summer when um, the curse involved her and her group of friends. I gotta say, I had a lot of fun with this. Um, the slashing scenes are really well handled. They're messy and brutal, just the way I like them. The twist involving who this um, survivor is, because um, in the beginning you realize that there's a survivor, so you realize that one of them has to survive. But uh, the way that they pull this off, because there's a really fun little twist that they uh, do here, which... I got to say, I didn't see coming. Um, it, it took me by surprise. Um, but other than that, I, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, definitely uh, my favorite of the three. Uh, I, I had a lot of fun with it. So uh, my number nine is uh, Fear Street 2, 1978. That's awesome. All three is in your list. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I was really high on all three. Um, they're all pretty close, but um, yeah, uh, 78 for me just barely edges out because I, I had uh, the first one uh, like a couple spots, a uh, couple spots ago. So yeah, they were really close for me. Yeah, that's right. So my number nine is Don't Breathe, number two. So I'm a fan of the first one, and this one uh, is about him raising this child, right? And of course, um, you know, like uh, the first one that we all saw is only about him and the teenagers that break into his house. And this one, he found a child and he's raising a child to uh, be a survivor. So she, he trained this kids, you know, to know how to handle herself, how to save herself, to fight back. Um, and I like the idea because it was not just the blind guy, but is a guy that have a feelings. 
you know, have a family. So it was more than that. And when the movie is about this child, she's the sensation in the movie. So the whole mystery is involved this child that he raised as her, his own. And the kid doesn't know that it's not his daughter. It's not her daddy, you know. And I like how he was so overprotected to her and he even keep that love to the end to her. Because in some moments you feel like um, uh, maybe he doesn't love her or maybe, you know, he just want a company, right? But you figure that his love for her go even beyond to even is he can give his life to her. So it was a beautiful story for me to the end, like, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I, I like the twist that they have in the end. Like, do you figure out the background of this child and how creepy was the parents of the child? You know, you're capable to like you believe like, yeah, she belongs to her real parents when you figure well, maybe not. Who knows? You know, I want to keep that mystery, too, for me. Don't watch. Don't breathe, too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so about this child. So there's some mystery and lots of action, you know. Um, I have to say that in the first one, um, have a little bit more action, I think. You know, more as a, you know, he cannot see it. He's uh, more like he go by the sense, by smell, by noise. This one looks like he's an expert now. Look like he's not even blind anymore. You know, he know where to go. He know where to, you know, to 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 wear that person in that. So this one was a little bit more Hollywood for me. Yeah, I'm still deciding which one I like more because I I'm kind of like you. I I really enjoyed both of them a lot. Um, I I don't really know which one I'd place over the other, but yeah, I I had a, I had fun with it. Um, it's definitely a good time. So. Yeah, it's a great choice. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so move on to uh, my number eight. I went with A Quiet Place 2. <coughs> Sorry about that. So uh, in this one, um, they've based, the families uh, emerge from their hiding place and they're heading out into the world, which uh, we saw at the end of uh, part one. And uh, basically, they come across another survivor who they uh, we come to find out is a uh, old friend of theirs. And basically, they decide to uh, stay together to avoid the creatures and uh, various other threats that emerge. I I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I had a I had a lot of fun with it. Um, a fantastic opening because. Uh, the opening of the film isn't uh, the ending of part one. It's uh, actually um, what is termed as day zero. So we get to see the uh, initial invasion and uh, how the, you know, the creatures arrived and how they terrorized the town and took over and um, all that fun stuff. So, yeah, um, I, I, had a, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, again, you've got uh, three great uh, central characters. You've got a fantastic bunch of action scenes involving uh, the family trying to get away from the creature. Um, I, I'm not as high on the ending as I am the uh, rest of the film, but um, it, it's still a lot of fun and uh, it's definitely a worthy sequel. So um, if they do make part three uh, based on this one, I'm definitely interested in where it's going because uh, it definitely leaves it, uh, leaves it open for 
another chapter, which uh, I'm really looking forward to. So my number eight is uh, Quiet Place 2. Yeah, my number eight is a quiet place too. So <laughs> equal in that one. And even um, what you say, the reason I like this one and I want to watch this one is because she has the baby. And yeah. when you have the idea that it's very hard enough to raise a kid and keep them quiet. Right. right. And I was expecting, I said, oh my gosh, how is she going to survive with this baby, <laughs> you know? And I was like very, very excited to watch. Like, I want to see how that is going to happen. Because in the first one, her little son died, right? Right, yeah. And Because he made a noise with his toy. And this one, I was thinking, oh my God, that's her baby going to die? Because this baby going to cry one way or another. And the way they figure how to keep that baby quiet was pretty, like, you smart. Like, you know, how you can, you know, and keep in that box and have the, the air going through so the baby can breathe. And it was very smart. And another reason I love this movie, like you said, they give you the beginning, how everything starts. Yeah. And we all was very curious with the first one. It's like, how that happened? And it was great idea the director put that up there. It's like, here is what really happened, how they end up in that way, you know. And after that scene, they go straight how they end up. It was just hand the kids and new actors come along and join them. And they figure out that there's more people alive. It's not just them, right? Right, yeah. So it was like, like you said, would probably have number three because they put it in the air like that. There's more people involved. So, you know, they can maybe even end up with this killing all those creatures, like those aliens, you know. Mm. So it's going to be very interesting. So, yeah, that's my my number eight too, for sure. I, I'm a fan of it. Ah, nice, yeah. Um, so moving on to number seven. Again, another film uh, we've touched on uh, earlier. My number seven is The Conjuring 3. Um, I I really enjoyed this. Uh, I, I'm a huge fan of this series. I love the original. It's one of my five favorite films of the fran- films of the, you know, the past decade. Um, it, the original just worked wonders for me. I, I loved every second of it. Second one was just a slightly below, but I, I I I still really like it. This was a fantastic return to form. I had so much fun with this. I love the relationship together, the two um, Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga, the two actors who play Ed and Lorraine. Uh, they they won. They continue to knock it out of the park. I love the way that they interact together. The mystery is really good. I really like the way that they build this up. Um, uh, overall, yeah, I, I, had, I had a lot of fun with this. I think it's a great way to end it because I don't know if uh, there's able to go with the fourth one. But um, I, I'm still in, in, interested in doing it if they want to uh, continue the franchise with them. But um, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with this and uh, I, I'm a huge fan of the franchise. So uh, I went with number three, uh, number seven on this one, uh, Conjuring 3. Yes, it's definitely. I'm super fun of that one too. I think, um, yeah, number one was really like remind me a little bit like the Exorcist, 
you know, when uh, the mother get possessed. And yeah. all twisting around and want to kill her kid and it was so creepy. And the number two, you know what's my favorite part in the number two was the Crooked Man. That song. That oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that was that was really that was it was really fun. I remember that one now. Yeah. Yeah, I love that part because I was like, Crooked Man is going to toy. And uh, I want to buy that toy because I collect toys, horror toys. So. <laughs> By that point, and I want that music box too that sings that song. So. <laughs> yeah, so I'm super fan of that too. So it was a great choice you put in your number seven. Yeah. So my number seven is old. The old is about uh, Bumbley going vacation and discover that this secluded beach where they are relaxing, has so much fun and beautiful view for a few hours and somehow causing them to age, age very quickly. That's the worst nightmare ever. <laughs> At least for me, I'm scared to get old. I am old, but I'm scared to get wrinkled. So reducing their entire life and in one single day, can you believe you can die in one day? <laughs> and you're gonna see yourself wrinkle <laughs> from head to toe? <laughs> So that, that was creepy. It was a very unique story for me. I like to see like something that nobody come up with it. And first time you, you know, you see it. That's the only reason I put, I picked this movie is because it's very unique and it's terrifying. You going vacation with your family when you end up in this place where you cannot get out, you, you can't, you have no choice. You have to be there and you see your kids growing and you wrinkle and your mind go crazy and they going crazy in this movie you know some of the the people's because it's not just one family in this beach but look like the hotel send send few families to this beach and there's a mystery in this movie why the hotel managers send those people to the beach so watch it and you figure out why they're aging and why they are there Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I like this movie just because it was very great story and was one of my fear. The worst fears get old. Nice. All right. Um, my number six is uh, the new Candyman remake or reboot or whatever they're calling it. Um, I, I I really don't care. Um, yeah, this was a really, really good remake, um, whatever it is, uh, whatever they want to call it. Uh, the edit, the updates to the story are fantastic. I love what they do with the mythology here. A lot of the, uh, you know, a lot of the Candyman scenes themselves are just absolutely spine chilling. I love, uh, I mean, there's one scene in particular where he appears in a bathroom uh, full of uh, high school students and... Uh, yeah, yeah, the, this is a lot of fun. Um, I love the way that they update it to uh, modern society. Um, again, it's not necessarily, you know, it it touches on a lot of uh, topical topics and uh, modern society and uh, all that kind of stuff. But it, it's handled great, and I really like what they do with it. So, yeah, um, it, I, I, I enjoyed it. So uh, number six for me is Candyman. Wow, surprise is my number six, too. <laughs> so wow. we have to taste in there. <laughs> nice, yeah. That. 
Um, I like the idea they they saying the story from the first one, right? right yeah. They tell in the movie. They not showing the scene, but they have that kind of, kind of like animation drawing showing uh, the story and then what happened with that reporter, right? They even say what happened to her later, right? Because that movie. Right. Yeah. Um, one way, and then after we did not know, so what happened to her? <laughs> so they they even say what what happened to her, and the way he's an artist, he's a painter, right? Mm. And the events that happened to him make him the changing. I love the way they he expressed himself in those paintings. The way he was painting it was actually beautiful. Like you know, he was painting so evil thing over there, <laughs> and I love it. Because um, it means like his passion for the painting is still what he was feeling. He was transparent, you know, in, in, in the, not in the screen, but in the, how you say, in the drawing that he was doing. So it was more a little bit, not just about the Candyman, but about who he really is, right? Right, and I, yeah. And that was funny because I was thinking, you know, maybe Candyman pick him because uh, he's strong. He 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 looked like a little bit like the other Candyman, just younger, of course. But he's stronger, like the way you see in one of the scenes that he had the hook in his arms too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the ant uh, turned me off a little bit. Like I was a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I definitely think this could have used a couple more minutes because I, I do think it, it kind of rushes itself at the end a little. But yeah, yeah, um, that's one. That's what kind of kept it down just a touch for me. But yeah, um, I, I don't have too many complaints about it. Yeah, it was a good movie. I, I like the acting. He did a great job, this guy, this actor. I, I thought that he did. They picked the right guy, you know. The way he, like I'm saying, um, the transformation that the Candyman was haunting him. Right. Yeah. And he did not believe in the story in the beginning, right? <laughs> so see, there you go. Now you're living, the Candyman. So yeah, that's yeah. our number six. Nice. All right. So uh, this one again is going to be kind of a really um, off the wall pick because I don't know if too many have seen it. Um, I actually managed to catch it for a uh, festival screening, um, and uh, this one just blew me away. Um, I, I loved it. Um, it is Cemetery of Lost Souls. So um, I think you might be a little, in, uh, a little uh, in interested in this one, <clears throat> this one especially because it's Brazilian. Oh no! I yeah. didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, basically it, it it's sort of uh, two parallel storylines. Um, I, I I don't want to give too much away, but um, it, what happens is this uh, family lives on this plantation, and they it it, it, it takes place over two time periods. One storyline involves the um, owner of a traveling circus who uh, decides to use a um, over the top act to sort of draw people in because they're not necessarily uh, fulfilling demands and keeping their, you know, the, the true pappy. You know, there's talks of revolt and, 
you know, they're not meeting their, you know, standard of living and all that kind of stuff. And then there's a second storyline involving a malicious spirit that's tormenting this group living on this, uh, you know, this plantation that they, that this uh, family moves on. And over time, you gradually realize, uh, you know, the two stories are connected. Um, again, I, I, I really don't want to say too much. But um, I, I really liked it. I really loved it. Um, there's a lot of just um, great atmosphere here. A lot of uh, kind of bone chilling the way that um, you realize what goes on and uh, how the title comes to being. Um, so uh, I, I again, I, I don't want to spoil it too much because I don't know if uh, too many have seen it. But uh, if you get a chance to definitely give this a watch. Um, yeah, uh, like I said, it's Brazilian, so I think it'll probably be a little appealing to you. But uh, uh, my number five is Cemetery of Lost Souls. And in Portuguese, is O Cemetério das Almas Perdidas. Uh, yeah, that uh, rings a bell. If, um, if I remember the <laughs> if I remember the subtitles on it, that that definitely rings a bell. So yeah, um, that that's definitely the one to uh, keep an eye out if you can find it. So. It's funny because I'm watching. I know the director, Rodrigo Aragão. Oh. I definitely gonna check it out. You know, because sometimes I I type it off um, Brazilian movies, right? Because sometimes I don't feel like or reading or something, or I wanted to bring me back home, like my language, because I only speak English here. I don't even have friends that is Brazilian, right? So I wanna keep going with this Portuguese, so I don't forget it. <laughs> So I like to watch some movies from Brazil. So that's definitely mm. my list. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, you mentioned the uh, director. Um, I, I, I saw his previous film, The Black Wind, and I, I really loved that one. So um, it, it's definitely in the similar vein. So if you watch, if you like that one, yeah, I think you'll like this one. So. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to yeah. watch. Um, my number five is Army of the Dead. Mm. I like zombie movies. Like, you know, I really love zombie movies. I don't know why, but I love it. I think I know why. It's because they are creepy, you know? Especially the, if it's in the real, true story life, if we, we ever have a zombie, I want to be in the old times, where the zombies are very slow. So give me a chance, run, <laughs> and stay away. But the modern zombie is as fast as hell you know so it's basically it's more as an action to get away from those zombies you know so make me more interesting even to want to watch how creepy and fast and crazy they are so this one the army of the dead i love the introduction Las Vegas. oh my god was so cool it's right away action 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 and they're showing pieces of each um people in the movie what happened to them and then you know when the zombie attack so it was pretty much las vegas <laughs> type of action so um yeah so i love this movie i don't know if you uh, ever watched this one yeah yeah um it's on my honorable mentions I, I i really enjoyed it as well but um the thing for me is two hours and 30 minutes is kind of my uh my breaking point and tolerance for uh these kinds of movies so it, it uh kind of lagged for me a little but 
Um, other than that, um, I, I definitely agree. I love the zombies in here. I love the the, the um, little society that they develop over the course of the time in here. And yeah, um, just relentless action. I, I had a lot of fun with it. Just, uh, yeah, two hours and 30 minutes is kind of a tough task for me. So Yeah, it was, it was very long. And I think this movie, they use lots of Hollywood um, make-believe action. Because, uh, like I said, it was lots of explosion and the zombie yeah. is is so smart in this one. Look like they are more than a zombie. They are like kind of like aliens, right? Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's beyond just a, 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 some virus that spread and people turn into zombie. It's way beyond. It's like they created uh, more than that, like new virus that make you a super zombie and super creatures, because there's a creatures in this movie too. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Dogs or, you know, like giants, basically. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. That zombies have feelings in this movie. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I really like the way that they handle it. I love the, the new addition to the lore about how they, you know, they have their own society, they have their own rules. Um, I mean, that scene where they grab the one guy and they throw him into, like, the pit and, like, they judge him. Yes. yes. Yeah, that, that was so cool. I really liked it. Um, I mean, like I said, I, I really enjoyed it. Just, uh, you know, the asking me to sit through that in one sitting is kind of a task, so it kind of fell off for that. But other than that, uh, I'm on board with everything you said, so uh, I'm definitely a big fan of that as well. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah. All right, so uh, we'll move on to uh, my number four. This is Jacob's wife. Uh, basically, uh, the wife of a uh, small town preacher uh, who's completely dissatisfied with her life and uh, is going through the motions in their marriage and the, their public rela- relationship and so on, ends up encountering a vampire. And uh, over the course of her turning into the creature, uh, she ends up coming across uh, various obstacles that uh, test their relationship and test their marriage and, you know, whether or not they can stay together, even though she's a, you know, vicious blood sucking monster. I, I I fell in love with this movie when I first saw it. Um, I, I love the, you know, the, the film's a big relationships uh, centerpiece about, you know, the marriage and, you know, whether or not you can still be together and still be in love, you know, even if you've been together for decades, because they've both, uh, they've both been together for a while, but yeah, uh, this worked for me. I love their dynamic together. Um, I, I love the vampire attacks in this. It, you know, it mixes sentimentality with brutal action, uh, incredibly well. Uh, few little touches of comedy here and there just to, you know, not make it depressing or anything, but, uh, you know, just enough to lighten the mood, but, uh, Overall, yeah, the, this worked for me, and I had a lot of fun with it. So, my number four is uh, Jacob's Wife. I have to agree with you because I watched this movie and I really like this movie too. Like, you know, uh, the love that he had for his wife, and he's trying to, you know, feed her. <laughs> so it's, it was pretty good. I, I really enjoyed this movie. I I agreed with you. I, I don't know why the hell I don't put it in my list thinking but anyways my number four is we need to do something i know it's a weird name for a movie we need to do something we always need to do something right <laughs> so i think the director was sitting was like you know what we need to do something hey let's make a movie 
So anyways, uh, this movie is about after Melissa and her family seek shelter from a storm, they become trapped. With no sign of rescue, Melissa comes to realize that she and her girlfriend, Amy, might have something to do with the horror that threatens her family. So basically, is this teenager that feel like she don't belong anywhere and suddenly she find a girlfriend. Look like they fall in love with each other because they start having a relationship. But this girl get her into like witchcraft. You know, some ritual and stuff. And that's the time she was spending with this girlfriend. Get her into that. And sadly, when she's home with her family, with a big storm. So the father say, let's hide in the washroom. That's a weird place. Like, I would not go to my washroom. I'll go to my kitchen. <laughs> Up <laughs> to my pantry in the basement. But anyways, they hide in the washroom because they feel like the walls is very strong and they can stay safe in there. But the storm was huge, looked like a tree fell into the door and locked them inside this washroom. So this whole time in the movie, they're locked in this washroom and no food. Luckily, they have water. That's the plus, so that's good. Um, and running out of food, getting stressed out because they cannot get out. Nobody come for the rescue because they have that hope, you know, in the beginning, like somebody coming for us. But look like there's much more going on outside than inside, and they are more safe inside than outside. So this whole movie is like, have some little twists in the beginning. And the fun part is how the family inside this washroom going nuts, <laughs> you know? Mm. So that I like this type of story. Like it's it's no match. You don't you know you don't work too much. It's just a few people and, and you see the acting over there how developed. I can say that I did not like much the end because it looked like maybe he sh they should stretch a little bit longer and you can see because you know you have to watch. It's like you're gonna be questioning yourself in the end. But yeah, it's a good movie. Good acting at least. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard of this, so I'll definitely have to uh, check it out. All right. So uh, moving on to uh, my number three. Uh, my number three is Werewolves Within. So uh, in this one, a uh, new empl uh, employee in a uh, small town uh, basically is uh, introduced to uh, the rest of the residents by the uh, local male, male lady and over the course of time comes to find out that the series of killings are being conducted by a werewolf and uh, as the title suggests werewolves within you know you have to figure out who the creature is and uh, what's going on with uh, you, you know try to stop who's uh, responsible so I, 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 again, this is another one. I, I fell in love with it the second I saw it. Um, it it's just the quirky comedy, fantastic characters, a great setup, a lot of fun with the uh, mystery involving who's the werewolf. Um, yeah, the, the, this one just worked for me. I'm, I'm a huge werewolf fan in general. So um, kind of like with you and zombies, uh, you know, the use of a werewolf just kind of drew me in uh, based on the, you based on that to begin with so yeah i i had a lot of fun with this one um it's just uh, fun it's fast it's uh it, it's just a lot of fun and great werewolf design great makeup 
great gore, great kills. Um, I, I had a lot of fun with it. So uh, number three for me is uh, Werewolves Within. That's good. I, I, I'm going to watch it because I like werewolves too, especially that movie, Werewolf in London. Uh, uh, transformation in the whole story of these two um, with best friends, I think, or brothers, something like that. Yeah, um, I, I I think they were brothers. Um, uh, not, uh, I think they were friends. Yeah, uh, now that I remember. Yeah, so backpackers going to this new, you know, place, grow up and try to, you know, get attacked. Oh, I I love it. That's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, good pick. I'm I need to watch that one since I like Werewolf too. Um, my number three is Last Night in Zoho. Soho. 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 Anyways, um, so it's about this girl. She were she have a talent for you know fashion designer, and she go to this town and sadly look like she have a vision of this girl or woman. You know she looks young to me, but and she starts seeing her life, right? And every time she sees, she incorporated that girl and herself. So she becomes, she started changing. It was a little complicated for me. Like I said, I watched this one three times. But the reason that I was like, why she even seen that girl? Like, you know, on and off. And look like she lived her life in one night. And when she wake up, she's herself. So I was so complicated. And sometimes she meets somebody that it was in that girl's life. That he's old now, but he was younger before, right? So it's like she's living the past, right? And figure out what really happened to her. So it was pretty interesting, and I like how it was like uh, bringing the feel of the '60s. I like like the clothes, you know, um, the way the people are behaving, and so they bring that up, and it was nice. It was very glamour. I love it. The singing, so it was. Pretty much, you know, um, I, I enjoyed this year. Like, I was very happy to see this movie. It was very, like, modern, but at the same time, in the old generation type of movie. It was a good movie to me. And the acting was great, too. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it as well. Um, again, this is another one that I kind of uh, was um, I was kind of uh, putting on my uh, back end of my list. But, yeah, I, I, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, I, I really like the way that they intertwine the two in the relationship that they have uh yeah yeah i i really liked it so don't you yeah. feel that this girl that she was seeing from the like the past give her the confidence oh yeah for sure um yeah you, you yeah you definitely yeah there's definitely a uh you know major character change um that she goes through in the course of it so yeah that's uh definitely something that you can tell going forward so even in the normal life with people, sometimes you inspire yourself in the singer or in the actor that you like, or the way they dress, the way they have their hair. So basically, we do use some of those things that is our favorite and we see in people. Like we, we copy some stuff, you know? And I think mm. sometimes make you, like, she feels so confident. And I think bring to us that type too. Everything is good, is great to, to suck it in and take for yourself. I think it's there's nothing wrong with that. Just don't go killing like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
All right, so um, moving on to uh, number two. Uh, my my number two is uh, a Thai film called The Medium. So um, this, this is a pretty uh, deep film. Um, there's a lot going on in here, so I'm not really going to spoil it too much. But um, uh, I'll try to be as I'll, I'll try to be brief as I can. Um, basically, a, a film crew is following this uh, exorcist slash um, I, I, I guess the term would be like a paranormal um, healer. Uh, essentially, she's kind of like a you know woman. She goes around and uh, acts as like a medium or like spiritualist or uh, like medicine doctor and like various other jobs like that in this community and uh she's tasked with trying to uh exercise this demon out of this one girl but uh things go wrong from there um uh like i said again this is a pretty deep film so i'm not really going to spoil too much but uh the, the, the this one just it, it worked for me um i i'm a huge huge fan of asian horror in general um, I, I, I just love the off-kilter atmosphere they have. They, they just have this weird way of making something mundane, um, like normal everyday life, just seem like really creepy and bizarre. And it, th that's the case with this one. Um, I, I love the way that they handle the, this one here. It just goes bonkers in the third act. Um, I, again, I don't want to spoil too much, but uh, if you haven't seen it, definitely give this one a watch. Uh uh, a kind of a long one again this one uh, i think touches on two hours so it's kind of a, a rough setting but um it, it's worthwhile um that final act is just it goes off the wall and uh i i, I loved it um yeah uh again it's from thailand so uh be wary of subtitles if uh you're not comfortable with that but otherwise uh definitely give this a watch um i believe it's on shutter for most services uh most areas sorry but um yeah it's called uh the medium so uh definitely give that a watch uh, it's my number two. Oh, i'm gonna put in my list too it sounds interesting the saying before my number two is titani or titani they call um yeah i i don't know either um the most common way I've heard it pronounced, um, and this is just me and my friends, so I don't think it's really official or anything, but I've heard it pronounced as Titane. Okay. Yeah. Like, uh, rock from the space. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's it, it's kind of weird. I I I I don't know how to pronounce it either. I think that's why they call it like that because, like I'm saying, look like some rock, some from the space because this movie have some weird thing going on <laughs> but, but anyway so um so it's uh, about this child that she has a car accident and she get injured so she has kind of like a brain damage look like because she's weird you know she become weird after that um so she has operation she has this huge scar in her head like in her right head side so um, she looked like she had normal family. Like start the movie, she had, you know, had a weird relationship with her father, especially with the father, and he's a doctor, right? And um, 
So then she leave the house because some murders start happening and explain around the city and she run away. Um, basically, she sounds like a normal. She have a relationship with somebody or a girl, girlfriend. I, I was not sure her sexuality because it was with guys. Sometimes it was with girls, so I cannot say it. And I don't think it matters anyways. The point is she killed them, right? So something click on hand, she just end up killing um, those people. So she run away. And the second part of the, the, the movie, oh, before that, she had sex with her car. Some car, not her car, but some car. <laughs> For me, it was the weird thing ever. Like, you know, you have sex with your car, that car can do that. <laughs> and she <laughs> ended up pregnant somehow, you know. <laughs> so this movie was so much weird and it's so weird that I like it you know I, I, I have to say it so she ended up the second part of the movie she ended up in this family where the guy did not see his son for a long time he was missing and she pretended she was the son so he had that love for her when he think is he not her and uh yeah so the second part of the movie is about this family with her and she pretended to be the son when she's not, and she's pregnant. So that's a weird thing. So there's a lot of scene that the killing was very savage. The acting was great. I love her acting, especially when she was hating herself. Like, you know, you could see like, I was think it was for real. Of course it's not for real, but that scene was so savage. You know, she was trying to give her a black eye or maybe have a swallow face to look like more like a guy. <laughs> so her transformation, her body and her face was great. Like I love when the actor go beyond her beauty. She doesn't care how ugly she can be. You know what I mean? I love that transformation in the actor. You can see like they dedicated themselves, not just the mind and the body complete for the movie. And she did a great job. So that's why I picked my number two. Mm, nice, yeah. Um, definitely looking forward to it because I haven't had a chance to get to it yet. So, yeah, I, I'm definitely intrigued by it. If you like weird movies, so this one would yeah. be good to watch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so that brings us to um, our final choice of the evening. And uh, my number one film, uh, this one basically uh, was on my list uh, the second I heard about it. Um, yeah, there was uh, very little doubt that I was ever going to uh, really remove this once I saw it. But uh, my number one is The Sadness. So this is, uh, again, another Asian horror. This one is from Taiwan. Uh, it concerns a, a couple who are, uh, you know, they're getting up, they're starting their day, they're, you know, about to go to work and whatnot. Only when uh, they realize that uh, there's this uh, strange virus in the air and uh, it's affecting the uh, citizens and it's uh, making them go absolutely mental. Um, they basically act with uh, no inhibitions whatsoever. So, uh, Imagine, if you will, just walking into a crowded restaurant, walking up to the uh, cashier at the front desk and ripping their face off and eating it in front of everyone just because you were hungry. Um, that's not even 
close to what goes on in this. This is over the top. And I mean over the top. This is one of the brutalist, goriest, most graphic films I've ever watched. And I watch a ton of this kind of stuff. And this, this just, it, it ups the ante. Um, it, it's just relentless. But it, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to kind of be cautious about this, but it, it's just over the top. I mean, that's just like the easiest way I can describe it. It's over the top. And I, I fell in love with it. And it, it, it I never stopped. Uh, thinking about it after it was over it, it just worked for me so um again this is another one uh, i don't know if it's available yet so it's going to be one that um you're gonna have to watch a little bit later but um if you can definitely I, I i cannot recommend this movie enough um the number one for me is uh the sadness oh i wrote down i i definitely interesting to see this movie yeah um yeah, I, I think it's still festival screenings. So um, if it ever gets a, a wide release, yeah, definitely give it a watch. Um, yeah, I mean, if you like uh, zombie films or if you like like over the top, just, you know, relentless bloodshed and gore and all that kind of stuff, uh, I, I cannot recommend this movie enough. So, uh, yeah, number one for me is The Sadness. Um, my number one is The Night House. So I know I pick a little bit simple movie, um, sim- simple, kind of like simple story. But the, the, the thing I like about the story is that, again, you give your own version, uh, version from the, 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 the end, how the end. And I have my own and I watched this movie four times, right? Um, there's some mystery in it. So the story is about this uh, woman that lost her husband. He killed himself. And um, she's trying to grieve, you know, trying to understand uh, why he did it when sounds like they have a great marriage. They love each other. And she go to this um, night house, means he built this house for, for them, you know, like a vacation home. And she's over there and she started hearing things and seeing things, you know. And the more she trying to understand what's really going on, especially with the note that before he died, he left for her, right? And she trying to reach out for her friends and, you know, and trying to figure out why all this, this why he killed himself when we are happy together, <laughs> you know, we love each other. And the more she de- dig, the more she find out that who she married is not really the guy she fall in love. He has some kind of creepy lifestyle, you know. So in the beginning, when I don't want to say exactly because that's the whole point of the movie. Um, when she start find some things, some pictures, she trying to be angry at him, right? Because it's it's hard. You you find out like your husband cheating on you, right? Uh, with another woman, whatever. And the more she trying to reach out for the woman that she she see in the pictures and stuff, there's much more. It's not showing exactly he is a big cheater, but he's doing for other reasons, right? So the end, 
come all together and how I figure it was like. There is love beyond anything and she was holding to the end. You know, so I, I think it was a great ghost stories. Uh, also have some flaws here and there, but just the creepiness to you be alone and you lost your husband and you love so much that you cannot believe what he capable to or you don't know who you really marry or who you really fall in love with it. So it was a good story. Yeah, um, I I couldn't agree more. Um, I, I definitely had this on my honorable mentions for that reason. So, uh, yeah, um, I, I love the the relationship here. This is, you know, a they, they come off really well together. I love the mystery that, uh, you know, it just starts bordering on creepy the more that she starts digging in and all of the, you know, various little discoveries that she makes and all the, you know, yeah, I, I really like it as well. Um, Again, this is another one that was on my honorable mentions, but I, I couldn't agree more. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. So, Yeah, I think in the, the what gets to me is uh, to become, I think what was the end is that uh, the first impression, like she missed him so much, she could not believe he was gone. And then suddenly she find out some things about him and she get angry at him. She start have that hate, right? And but because she still loved him so much, she could not believe what he she she was seeing he was capable to. So when come back to the end that she was actually right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so like was a reason why all that she find out. There was a big reason and love still there. You know, she was no wrong about his feelings for her. You know what I mean? So that's why I was like, even you have that twist, go back to the beginning, how they feel for each other. So that's what I love it. Yeah, um, I, 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 like I said, I, I can't agree more because that's why I had it on my honorable mentions. So. Well, awesome. I, I really happy to know your number one because uh, every time when people put it in the top one list, so basically is. You always have to give a chance, I think, because it's like there's something there. If you like it or somebody like it, it means it is a good movie, you know, one way or another. Maybe it's not your favorite, but it's a good movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's so, uh, a great exchange that we do that with, with each other and with people. Or even see online people's list. So we give that open mind of giving a chance for the movie that they pick. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, because uh, I mean, you know, I know mine was kind of a obscure one that very few had had a chance to see. So, I mean, hopefully now that uh, it if it comes out, hopefully more will uh, see it and uh, understand why. So, I like to ask you if you ever saw this movie, The Mur um, Morgue. I think so. It's a uh, it's from South America, right? Yes, it's, I think it's from Ecuador, no, Ecuador, maybe? Something like that. Yeah, yeah I, I think I have. Um, I, it's the one where the guy uh, spends the night as the, he's like a security guard or something, and then there's like this strange little, like, haunting that goes on inside the, the, the uh, building, right? Yes, yes. 
Yeah, um, I, I yeah, I, I don't remember what country it was, but I I know for a fact I think I think it was South American. So, yeah, that was another that was another fun one. I really like that one as well. Yeah, I I fall in love. It's from Paraguay, actually. Oh, Paraguay. Okay. My neighbor, Paraguay. <laughs> you know what I like in this story is because it's such a simple story. You can see it's very low budget movie. It's really simple. Yeah. But the reason I like this movie is because um, they pick a little bit of uh, the Latino relationship. You know, that jealousy that we all Latinas are. I'm sorry to say that's the truth, mm-hmm. Gil. We are jealous, Gil, by nature. <laughs> so they pick that relationship he has with his girlfriend and they incorporate it with, like, when they have the first scene when she see a naked woman walk by behind his back, right? Passing by. And the Latina lost it. It's like, you you say you're alone and you is this woman, right? <laughs> so gave me that creepiness of like, when he was like, she's crazy, you know? <laughs> yeah. Crazy woman. I have nobody here. And she did see it something, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so it was a little slow because take a while for him to figure that this place is haunted, you know? So slowly, he had to see it with his own eyes for him to believe it, you know. So it was like really like, what, it was funny in some parts for me, like I'm saying, was, was this relationship and then the guy show up and how he was so freaked out when he started seeing things. And the ghost basically is like haunting him in every way, you know. So... I, I have so much fun with this movie. That's why I said, like, if, if people don't see it, you know, you can see that. Yeah. No budget, no much over there, no many actors or what at all. But it was it was very scary ghost story. So it was good. All right. Well, uh, yeah, this was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. This, uh, you know, again, thank you so much for uh, coming on board and uh, talking about it. Uh, I mean, I know I had a couple of choices for you to, um, a couple of films that you had on your list that I need to check out. And I'm kind of glad that I got to uh, return the favor because I think you said there was a couple that you wanted to watch. So That's definitely, yeah. I, I wrote down every single one you mentioned. <laughs> so, um, you know, of course, we're going to listen, you know, the broadcast. Yeah. Everybody have to listen. Um, <laughs> so thank you so much for you pick me to be in, you know, in your broadcast. So I'm so happy and, you know, um, and I have lots of fun and I really enjoy every single movie we talk about here and expression how our feelings and I think everybody should make your notes, write down the movies we give. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, So uh, before we go, is there uh, any place you want to uh, give a special shout out to? Um, Any place that uh, we can find you online or anything like that that uh, is worth mentioning? Yeah, sure. Um, I have a YouTube that's called Kelly Cassian. That's my name. So if you type it, you know, you can see it. Um, I have uh, uh, groups in Facebook and I have a blog too. And so my horror group is Horror Movie Review Maniacs. Um, we do lots of uh, movie clubs and challenge in the movie. So we interact with the members every single week. So you guys should check around. And we have Movie Freaks Review. Means it's about comedy and, you know, action movie. So it's not horror. 
and we have the blog that I, I do. Um, I review documentary, you know, so it's so much fun. So you guys should check it out. So thanks yeah. so much. And I hope you guys like it. Yeah, um, I will have everything linked in the uh, show notes down below for you all to uh, check out and, you know, join the groups and interact with her. So uh, you can definitely find those uh, if you can. But uh, again, thank you so much for listening and uh, for being involved. Uh, really appreciate it. <clears throat> and uh, hopefully we will see you next time with a new episode. So until then, I will catch you next time. That's right. Bye.